Our scripture reading today comes from John chapter 3, verses 13 through 21. Hear the word of the Lord as it is written in the Gospel of John. No one has ever gone to heaven and returned, but the Son of Man has come down from heaven. And as Moses lifted up the bronze snake on a pole in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life. For God loved the world so much that he gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. God sent his Son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. There is no judgment against anyone who believes in him, but everyone who does not believe in him has already been judged for not believing in God's one and only Son. May the Lord bless to us the reading of his word. And may his name be ever praised and glorified. Amen. Amen. I want to share with you this morning just briefly some words from the heart of the Word of God. I've titled this, this sermon today and before and after because it was really kind of hard to come up with a title for it. But what it basically says comes from Psalms. It says, Restore our fortunes, Lord, as streams renew the desert. Those who plant in tears will harvest with shouts of joy. They weep as they go to plant their seed, but they sing as they return with the harvest. The psalmist says, O oh, satisfy us early with your mercy, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. That is certainly the wish. But it's generally not the case. We all have a before and we all have an after. To give you a little illustration, yesterday is gone. That's before. Today is here. That's after. Today will soon be gone, and tomorrow is after today. Now, I don't want to thoroughly confuse you, but do you understand what I'm saying? We all sit here today with days that have gone by in our lives, for some of us of different amounts, for some of us of different pleasures or burdens. For some people, yesterday was a great day. For some people, not so great. For some, the week that has gone by has been wonderful, and some others, it has not been. It's been filled with mourning, and it's been filled with sickness. It's, there's been people in hospitals. There's been all kind of things going on. For some people, it may have been a combination. You may have had good days. You may have had bad days. The good news today, is that there is a before, but there's always an after. For the disciples today, 
is a day of perplexing possibilities. The days prior and leading up to this day, that the day of resurrection was a time of absolute sorrow. It was a time of absolute almost destruction for their lives, for their faith. For many of them have been, had invested everything in following Jesus Christ. Some had invested their, their lives, some had invested in their families, some had invested in their livelihoods, in their finances, but they had all invested in their hope and in their faith. And now it seemed it was all gone. It was for nothing. How many of you have ever had one of those days? Amen. You can be riding along in this life and you can be going along and it seems like you've got life just covered. Everything is good. You've got a good grip, good firm hold on life, blessing in abundance. And in a moment it can change. What we have to understand, friends, is we all have a past. The Bible tells us, for we are born into sin. That's the nature of our life. That is the nature of our existence. And that nature never goes away. Don't be deceived. The nature of sin never goes away in this world. It will always be working. It will always be there until God changes the situation. What we celebrate today is not just a, a great religious holiday. It's not just a, a, uh, a religious celebration of, of some life-changing proportion. It is much more than that. For you see, God is the creator. What we celebrate today, what that empty tomb represents is a healing, a recreation, a new creation of everything. Not just your heart, not just your life, not just forgiveness of sins, for the scripture goes on to tell us, behold, the old things pass away. All things become new. That's not just in your heart, not just in your life, not just your sins, not just your failures, not just something where I wasn't feeling good and now I can feel good. This isn't a feel-good day, especially if you eat a lot of chocolate. Oh, it'll feel good when you're eating it, but if you eat too much of it, what happens afterwards? Well, it kind of depends. From some people's viewpoints, it'll be the upset of the stomach. From other people's viewpoints, it'll be when you step on the scale. I didn't hear one amen on that one. Before and after. 
There's an old proverb says you not only have to want what you want, you have to want what you want leads to. And this world will always be subject to the failures of sin. And sin is a failure. But it is a failure that only is accomplished in that it creates more of itself. What Christ did and his resurrection did was not just bring forgiveness. It brought forgiveness with a healing, both spiritual, physical, mental, religiously, and of the whole creation of God. When you move forward into Revelation, you find the after. The after is that there's one day going to be a new heaven, a new earth, wherein dwells righteousness, not sin. And that's a new creation. You are a new creature through Jesus Christ as you accept him. What we read in John the third chapter, that's what it was all about. For God so loved the world. Not just individuals in it, the whole world, the whole thing, his whole creation. And he loved it so much that he gave his one and only son that whosoever would believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. See, we're not here today to celebrate just so tomorrow will be better. Oh, it will be. If you have not Christ, if you're not listening to his words, if you're not following in your life according to that which he taught, according to that which he brings, if you have not received a salvation from the failures of your life, from the befores, from the days that have gone by, from the guilts, from the mistakes, from the fears of what life can bring, then you need Christ. You need him in your life. You need him in your heart. You need that because he brings hope. He brings salvation. He brings forgiveness where nothing else does. But it goes way beyond that. It's not just so tomorrow will be better or you'll feel better or you'll have more hope. It's because you will know that eternity is better before and after. Restore our fortunes is what the psalmist says. Restore our fortunes, Lord, as streams renew the desert. It's a recreation, a new creation. We are therefore now new creatures in Christ Jesus. What we celebrate today in the breaking of the body, in the shedding of the blood, in the communion, that which we share today is not just forgiveness of the past. That's certainly a part of it. But it is renewal of the future. No matter how bad yesterday might have been, today can be better. And no matter how good today may be, tomorrow can be better. That's the gift that Christ brought. That's the hope he brought into this world. 
Look at the history of the world prior to Jesus Christ. Ups and downs and ups and downs and ups and downs. Very little progress being made, but more of the same, up and down and up and down. Look at the history of the world after Christ. You say, oh yeah, a lot of wars, a lot of problems. Oh yes, but look at the advancements. We celebrate on this day an event that took place, as I said, over 2,000 years ago. You've got to stop and think about what I just said. We, the world, celebrate today that which has never been celebrated in a worldwide fashion ever prior to this day, a little over 2,000 years ago. Christ's resurrection renewed the earth and is renewing the earth and will renew the earth and your life and my life. Friends, we have a before. We have an after. That's exactly what it meant when Jesus said, it is finished. You could just as easily put it like this. It is purchased. It is certain. It not only will be, it is. Think about it. It is. We have today the opportunity to understand that the hope that Christ brings us is not just optimism. The hope that he brings us is not just idealism. It's not just a positive way of thinking. Hope is a decision based on what we know about the future, which rests squarely on an empty tube. And that's a historical.